everybody welcome again to the shady pines guys with steve and Dwayne. i'm steve and i'm Dwayne. and on today's episode we have a few new things and a few old things and everything in between if that makes any sense uh we're going to check in with Dwayne on some music gems uh and soap talk and i have a new feature coming up today dumpster diving so we'll get to see some of the goodies i find or the scaries that i find <laughs> working at the dump down the street but uh, how you been, Dwayne? I've been doing great, Steve. I'm really excited to hear about some of those things you find at the dump later in our program. I bet there's some <laughs> interesting things to be found. There are some things. There are some things. I, I that I swear sometimes when I see there's a bunch of junk there, it's like, man, if Dwayne were here, I'd call him. He'd come over and we'd dig through this crap together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to mention something, though. We got... Uh, uh it's kind of different but when i when i work down there at the dump i don't work there much but i uh you know we i i've mentioned before that i have chickens and uh when we have extra eggs i sell them i put a sign up there when i'm at the dump and sell them and uh usually sell them all out because where we live we're next to a lake and to get into the other town you have to kind of go around the lake so it takes at least 30 minutes to go to a grocery store here so people will stop and get eggs from me, fresh eggs, and they don't have to drive to town. With the shorter days and I guess winter, the chickens start have started molting. So they're like losing some feathers. Poor little things look uh, bare on them, you know, bare patches where they've lost their feathers. And when that happens, they usually stop uh, laying eggs. So a few are still laying them, but I'm getting a lot less eggs right now than uh, than we were before. But uh but that they're it looks so sad to see those little things walking around with like these patches on them this makes me feel bad for them because they're usually fluffy and cute and and now they you know they look like they've been through hell and and back but uh <laughs> did you ever get that small piano and put out I, there just just in I case have, you have a musical chicken exactly i need to watch that i'm going to keep watching it dump because chances are a little piano will show up there one day. We'll you see. never know. You might have another <laughs> Count Bessie right there in your, yes. in your <laughs> flock. <laughs> I hope so. That would be wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to do a new uh, thing. Uh, celebrity encounters. As I worked in radio for 20 years. And so over those years, I got to meet a lot of different famous people. Sometimes they were good. Sometimes it was not so good meetings. And uh, this one... I want to share one of the not so good meetings that uh, uh, with Belinda Carlisle, <laughs> and uh, uh, of course I was fan. a fan. Yes, for many years. So Big when fan. I found out, yes, so I had all her, all her records, and uh, when I was found out I was going to be involved in something that she was doing, it was when she was touring one of the tours with the Go Go's. So we go to the concert and. Uh, we go, they're like, oh, we're going to take you backstage to meet the Go-Go's. So we we head into the back there. When you walk in, like immediately, I saw a line of most of the Go-Go's. There was Jane Weedland, Charlotte Coffey, Gina Shock, Kathy Valentine, all smiling, saying hi to people, hugs, shaking hands, you know, all the normal stuff. And, um, and I'm kind of, of course, I'm looking around, where's Belinda? I want to see Belinda. As I looked over to the left side around one of the columns, and there was Belinda sitting in this chair with her arms folded and crossed, very stern look on her face. 
face. <laughs> so nobody's going over to her. We're meeting everybody. Eric Jane Whelan especially was just the sweetest person ever. So they give us a couple minutes to talk to everybody. Then they say, okay, everybody go line up over here. They sent us over towards where Belinda was so we could get a group picture. And of course, I tried to squeeze my way up to be as close to Belinda as possible. <laughs> and it looks goofy because we're all standing up and she's sitting in a chair with her arms crossed and her legs crossed and just looking like, you know, somebody exactly. So, so they take a couple pictures and they say, okay, thank you for coming. Go out this way. And they start pushing everybody towards this door. And in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I've wanted to meet this woman for so long. You got these people who paid money to come to your show and they're lined up to meet you and you don't even glance Acknowledge at them. You them. Yep. You didn't. Yep. No, no acknowledgement at all that anybody was in the room other than her and the assistant or whoever it was that came and talked in her ear. And she starts heading back towards the door to the dressing room area. And something came over me. <laughs> I turned, I turned around and I walked towards her and I said, Mrs. Carlisle, Miss Carlisle. <laughs> and she stopped and she turned around. She had that same stern look on her face. I said, look, I have loved you since I was a teenager. I went to see your show, uh, Heaven on Earth. When I was a teenager, I had a heat stroke and spent the entire day in a hospital bed. But I left that hospital bed to go to your show because I, I had front row and I wanted to see you. That's the only time I got to see you. Can I at least get a hug? And she looks at me with still that stern look on her face, like in a smirk. And she goes, oh, you think you deserve a hug? And I said, I'm hoping for one. And she gave me the hug. It wasn't well, a, it wasn't heartwarming. It was a pat, 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 but it was a hug. <laughs> I'm surprised you got that out. <laughs> me too. I, I actually thought I was going to get smacked. <laughs> or, yeah, you know, I wouldn't have been surprised. She sounded, gonna, yeah. <laughs> and, she sounded uninvolved and uninterested. Yes. And she just turned around and walked out. And at that moment, Jane Wheatland and the other ones were still mingling and laughing at people going out. And Jane Wheatland said, you're a brave one and gave me a real hug. <laughs> and <laughs> they were all kind of giggling and laughing and just saying, and pat me on the back and stuff. And we left. So, so that was, that was that. Now it's time for music gyms. For our music gym this week, I'd like to speak about the upcoming anniversary of the loss of Whitney Houston. Um, I never will forget the morning that I heard. I was shocked. I just couldn't believe it. I had to see it online several times before I did believe it. And uh, I wanted to uh, celebrate her last album she recorded, Look to You. I find this just a treasure that she gave us this last album. I found the recordings on it very personable. I felt like Whitney put her heart and soul into these songs. And you know, with a lot of albums, sometimes there's uh, a bad track on them or some song you don't really care for a lot. On this, mm -hmm. they're all classics. I mean, the fun million dollar bill, the beautiful ballad, I Look to You. Um, she takes an old song called A Song for You and she transforms it into something totally different and lifts it way above anyone else's interpretation I've ever heard. 
she just this whole album is just a treasure and i i love every track on it and it's just i listen to it very often still yet and i'm thankful that we got it before she passed so untimely and uh whitney we will always love you and that's my music jim for this week steve back to you thanks a lot Dwayne. and i do i can remember back on our club days your your love for whitney and um and whenever if a whitney song came on the remixes of course the club your ass would be on that dance floor you'd probably drag <laughs> you know it with you. <laughs> you know it i she was my girl <laughs> soap dish this week in soap dish i'd like to talk about the exciting turn of events on the beautiful sheila being freed and her and bill a new power couple this is really exciting. Just imagine the havoc these two can cause together and the things they'll come up with. Does Sheila have Bill drugged? Is she hypnotized? Is, does she have some strange hold over him? Or is he really in love with Sheila and tired of uh, dealing with the other women who don't understand him and I think from any point of view, this is going to be an exciting storyline that's going to be rocking the show for probably the next couple of years. And I can't wait to now that Sheila's no longer in hiding her um, uh, interacting with the other characters all over the show again. And so uh, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing some more of this. And I think it's going to be a, 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 a an outstanding storyline. And for my As the World Turns fans, I got started watching the As the World Turns James Stenbeck story DVD set the other day. And I didn't get to finish it for my review for this episode. But just let me say, it's just a treasure. The mastering on the DVDs is just a high quality. It looks just like they're airing like when you watched them 30 years ago. And it's just a treasure. I forgot so many people interacted together on the show. For example, these are a James Stimbeck story set. I forgot that James was on the show when Barbara Rodell was on it as Joyce Coleman still yet. I forgot James was on it when the Hollisters and and family was on it, the Hollister brothers. And mm-hmm. It's just interesting to see that, you know, as the episodes move through time, the different casts and people that you even just forgot about that you remember as soon as you see them. But overall, my favorite episode on the disc was the one where James is going to kill John because he thinks John is blind and can't see, but John can really see. And he turns the tables on James and threatens to kill him that the only way he won't kill him is if he stays away from Margot. And Larry Brigman once again gave an amazing performance Mm. that, you know, even just seeing this episode again, all these years later, I just wish I had all the ones that were around that. So I could just marvel in his great acting ability. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And, and uh, if you are a fan of soap operas, I'd like you to mention that I have several soap opera groups for you. I have, the Sheila Carter, Kimberlyn Brown Facebook fan group. I have the Bold and the Beautiful Ultimate Facebook fan group. As the World Turns, Memories Last a Lifetime group. As the World Turns Always Facebook fan group. 
As the World Turns Forever Facebook fan group, and certainly last but not least, the Lucinda uh, Elizabeth Hubbard Lucinda Walsh Facebook fan group. And I also have groups for Mark Byrne, Colleen Zink, Eileen Fulton, and Mara West. And also we have a, uh, a group for uh, Van Hannes as well. I often forget that. So there's uh, on there and we'll be happy to see you. Yes, check all those pages out. Dwayne, you and your uh, your group there do with Angie do such a great job with those with those pages, and it's just it's a it's a great place for people to come together that loved the soaps, love those soaps, and you can kind of remember things together, talk about things, and it's it's just it's a neat thing. It's a neat thing. Yes, it is, and you meet so many nice people to just sit and reminisce about people like. You know, for example, we were reminiscing about Penny, who left the show in 1968 the other day. She came back for numerous visits, of course, but Rosemary Prince turned 92 the other day. Wow. And, wow, she looks really wonderful for her age as well, and I'm so glad to see that. But, I mean, she's a television pioneer. Mm. I would really love to see a movie made of either Erna Phillips' life, as Andy Hall had suggested, mm. he's my other co-administrator, or even a movie of Rosemary Prynne's life. She was so involved in so many soap operas and being a founding casting member of As the World Turns, I think just the things she went through with Erna would be far enough to make, uh, to, to make a movie based on that. I yeah. mean, I think you'd have plenty of things that would probably shock the audience if anybody out there hears us and they're going to do that you need to contact Dwayne and his people to be kind of the your fact checkers you mm -hmm. guys will definitely have information to give them to help them do the exactly. story the correct way <laughs> exactly thank, thank you so much Dwayne for another great soap dish you're and I, I'm going to do another thing here dumpster diving with Steve we have mentioned that I work at the dump and uh since I started working there, you wouldn't believe sometimes the things people throw out. I've gotten lots of rocking chairs, like the ones that you put <laughs> on your porch. Wooden rocking chair, like you'd see out in front of the Cracker Barrel. They'll yes. Just, they'll toss them out in perfect shape, just need a paint, you know, and they're great. So we've got rocking chairs all over here, outdoor furniture, benches, and things that uh, I even found, if you're familiar with the propane riddles that cost several hundred dollars at the stores. Wow. Someone threw one of those out. Nothing wrong with it at all. Uh, People throw away amazing things. Yes, they do. One time, somebody threw out a whole set of Burger King Empire Strikes Back uh, glasses. That wow. were, I think it's from like 82 or 83. Luckily, they settle next to. That's the one good thing. Sometimes it's in a dumpster, but some people they know. Someone may want this, so they'll set it next to it. So they set the glass next to the recycled glass thing. Oh, well, thankfully but, they did. Yes, I sold those things online, <laughs> along uh, with some yes. other. Somebody had vintage 60s barware that I grabbed and sold once. Um, lots of leaf blowers and weather radio. But uh, we even got a 70-inch uh, uh, 4K smart TV. They said, oh, we're throwing it out because we lost the remote. Do you want this? I was like, yeah, I'll take it. I went to Walmart and bought a $9 remote and we have this giant 4K LED TV that works perfectly. <laughs> but the, the last thing I found the other week was uh, someone threw out, I like Christmas decorations and they threw out these giant. Oh, I know you do. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, seven foot tall blow mold candy canes. Now they're not really old. I found out they're just from a few years ago, but the fact that I like them and, uh, so I snatched those up. There's always something. And uh, I was just going to give you a generic overview there, though. But in the future, if I find anything that's super amazing or extremely strange, I will tell you all about it. Well, we'll look forward to those spines, Steve. In loving memory. Oh, Dwayne, you wanted to mention... Uh, we were talking earlier about uh, the passing of Lisa Marie Presley. That oh, yes, that's that's shocked. very sad news. And in the last couple of weeks, we have lost Quinn Redeker, who played uh, Rex Sterling on The Young and the Restless. Rex and Catherine Chancellor, as played mm. by Gene Cooper, were very popular. And, and he certainly will be missed. He was loved by his fans and... Uh, we also lost, I know it's been over a week ago, but I still want to mention Anita Pointer. Um, mm. She was one of the Pointer sisters, and she sang lead on the exciting uh, I'm So Excited. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, we, I want to wish her family my best and give them my condolences as well. Yes, definitely. Um, I also wanted to mention, though, it was, it was just passed up, but you just celebrated your birthday recently. So happy I belated did. birthday to you, Dwayne. Well, thank <laughs> you very much, Steve. I appreciate that so much. You're welcome. Well, I guess we're going to wrap things up now. Um, we thank everyone for being here. Before we want to go, I want to mention we do have a Facebook page, the Shady Pines guys, Steve and Dwayne. And uh, Dwayne's the master at that stuff and can run those things really well. He keeps keeps all those pages and his soap pages going uh running like uh, clockwork uh you can find uh the shady pines guys on apple podcasts google podcasts on spotify and on the elite website and uh also uh Dwayne had a brilliant idea and we figured out how to do it and now you can find our podcast on youtube as well just go to youtube and search uh shady pines guys and we'll come up and we'll have our episodes there too for you to to listen on youtube thanks everybody for joining us and we hope you will again we'll talk to you again soon bye bye the shady pines guys with Dwayne and steve copyright 2022 all rights reserved any unauthorized redistribution or reproduction of part or all of the contents in any form is strictly prohibited and will result in immediate legal action we hope you'll join us again for the shady pines guys